We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? He tries to take a pulse, baby. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too bad. No, 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 no. The Bucks do win it all. Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there. Welcome to GSPN's Milwaukee Bucks feed. I'm Ty Windish, and I'm coming to you after a great night of Wisconsin Herd basketball in which the Herd outlasted the Grand Rapids Gold 114-111 in an epic, elam-ending overtime finish. The Herd moved to 5-8 with the victory and will look to bounce back after the G League showcase ends and their record resets for the regular season portion of the schedule. There was a notable fan in the building as Bucks all-time great Giannis Atetokounmpo sat next to the herd bench and got really invested in the game, not just in his brother Alex Tedekumpo's performance, although, of course, he got hype when Alex made some big plays and rebounded the ball very well in this game. But Giannis also took the time to speak with multiple herd and Bucks two-way players throughout the night and share his input, as well as dap up the Plymouth boys' sixth-grade team They got to play a quick game during halftime, and they looked more excited about the brief interaction with Giannis than they did about the chance to play uh, there in Oshkosh Arena. Uh, Only in Oshkosh. Anyway, I've got a trio of interviews with Bucks and Herd personnel recorded after the game to share. Giannis Tedekupo, not one of them, but still extremely excited uh, to share these interviews. So first up is Milwaukee Bucks two-way player Ty Ty Washington Jr., who started and said he is fine after suffering an injury last time out. Uh, Ty Ty posted 16 points, 5 assists, and 3 rebounds on 7 of 13 shooting, including making 2 of his 4 threes in the win. Washington Jr. discussed hunting out his own shots versus passing them up. He really got aggressive in the second half. The surprise he and some other players seem to share about the elementing rules for G League overtime. His feel on the season so far. And of course, what it was like to have Giannis in attendance. Tatai, congrats on the win tonight. Obviously, a super intense game going to overtime. What do you think made the difference for you guys to come out ahead? Uh, you know, we just picked up our energy second half. You know, we feel like in the first quarter, we gave them too many points, 40 points in a quarter, almost. That's too many points. So, I mean, halftime, coach came in. Before even coach came in, we all had the players sticking among ourselves. Like, we had to be better on 
defensive. We felt like we'd be better on defensive and help with our offense. And we just came out, picked our energy up, and that's what kind of happened. Let us down the stretch. You know, the, the Elam ending in overtime here in the G League, what, how do you feel about it? it? It almost feels like this game could have had multiple overtimes if they didn't have that rule, right. the way the game was going. But it was unbelievably intense when Marquise put in the winner. No, nah, for sure. That was my first overtime game playing in the G League. So we were in the game, and then William Gabriel was just like, he started screaming, like, where's the clock? Where's the clock? Like, we're playing the points. We started scoring. The game just kept going. I had to ask Glenn. I'm like, how many points are we going to? But nah, that's kind of structure. I mean, that's just how to take, like, that just takes heart. Like, who wants it more? It just really comes down to getting stops and executing late. So, I mean, that's a cool little uh, way to do overtime. I mean, me personally, I'm, I like the traditional overtime. Traditional you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, second half, you know, in the third quarter, I think you had a couple of uh, step back threes and a couple of assists. You know, late in the game, you were making some shots as well. Did you kind of feel the, the not need, but did you feel like kind of taking over a little bit? Or was that the game plan or just game flow? Uh, yeah, just knowing my limits were going to be minute, uh, limited tonight. Uh, every time I was going in, Ben was just telling me to stay aggressive. Uh, you know, he said you're creating for others, but start creating for yourself a little bit. And that's what I did. I mean, I felt like first half I passed up a lot of opportunities where I could be aggressive and create for my own self. So when they were doing the same thing in the second half, I just took advantage of that. Absolutely. I wanted to ask, uh, suffered an injury last game, I believe I read. I wanted to just ask about how you're feeling, your status, and what happened. You know, I feel 100% fine. I feel good. Okay. Great. Glad to hear it. I wanted to ask about, oh, I heard you wore the Sabrina Ones for the in-season tournament. Is yeah. that correct? Mm -hmm. Is that, do you know her at all, or do you just like the shoes, or how uh, did that come about? No, I don't know her at all, but I mean, I feel like, you know, she got probably like at least top three of one of the best shoes out right now, especially with her being on Nike as well. I feel like that's the best, that's the hottest shoe out right now, and... Me personally, I feel like nobody in the NBA or in the G League got better Sabrina ones than I do. Only person I say who probably got better Sabrina ones is herself. Everybody else, it goes Sabrina to me, and everybody else is playing catch up. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, your thoughts on the season so far. Pretty substantial, chunky games in. How do you feel about, you know, obviously you have two teams to think about, but mm -hmm. team performance and your performance so far. Uh, you know, our team performance, we, we're getting better. I mean, I feel like we went to Indiana. Uh, that buzz right there at the Chicago game, you know, we just sat, watched film, you know, just built, you know, relationship off the court. I mean, none of us went to sleep. We all stayed up talking about the game, watching the game. And those two games at Indiana, we went out there and we showed, like, we could play with anybody despite what our record says. I mean, they're the best team in the league, and we took them, took them down to the last minute and a half to beat us. So that right there just shows, you know, we can really do it uh, despite what our record is. We got talent. We got you know, players over here as well. So we're just going to keep building off of this win and just keep trying to stack them up. Absolutely. Had uh, a pretty loud fan right by the herd bench tonight and Giannis. You know, we've talked before about you talking to Dame and, and him and learning stuff. What was it like having him there watching so close as you guys played? Uh, it was real good, real good. Just showing that, you know, he cared about, you know, the herd as well. It just came down. You know, they got a, we got a back-to-back -back coming up with Milwaukee Bucks. And Deshaun, he took the time out of his day to come down and watch this play. Really meant a lot, you know. Me being on a two-way, me seeing him every other day, you know, he's just always in my air. Just today, he finally seen me play in live action. Just told me, just you know, be more aggressive, be me, go out there, play my game. Just he just kept telling me to stay aggressive, stay aggressive. That's awesome. I wanted to ask about the the post entry passes. You guys ran a lot of offense through the post tonight. That almost seems like a lost art sometimes. What goes into throwing a good entry pass into the post? Uh, and you know, your perimeter stuff on the perimeter not falling. You know, we got two dominant bigs. We got three dominant bigs actually: Marquise, Winnie Gabriel, and uh, Drew Timmy. You know, we know if all this fell, we're not making nothing happen on the perimeter. You know, all we got to do is fake high, throw it low, or just fake low, throw it high, and put it to somewhere they can get it in. I'm nine times out of ten, I'm pretty sure they're going to get a foul or a bucket every time. Absolutely. That's all I got. Thanks, Thanks appreciate, appreciate it. Our second interview here is with Jazzy and Gortman, who had an exciting run for the Bucks in Summer League and seems to feel great about his growth here with the herd so far as a G League rookie. Gortman led the bench in minutes with nearly 21 
And while he shot just one for five from the field, he did total seven assists and five rebounds, including two offensive, plus knocked down a three and really played good, strong physical defense the whole night. I asked Gortman about his defensive mentality, what it's like to be able to run the second unit as much as he was able to here in just his rookie season, his thoughts on that rookie year so far, playing in front of Giannis, uh, and being a sponge, learning from Coach Beno Uje and more. Obviously, really intense game there going to overtime. You know, what do you think made the difference in the herd pulling out the win tonight? Oh, uh, well, just, you know, getting down on the defensive end and, and taking pride and making stops for our team and uh, getting the ball out of transition and just playing smart basketball. Do you? How do you feel about the uh, the Elam ending here, the target score versus traditional overtime? I was talking with Ty Ty. felt like this could have been like a 3-4 OT game, the way you guys were going back and forth out there. What do you think about the target score to finish? Oh, well, it kind of threw me off at first, huh? I was like, where's the time? And, and uh, they was like, yeah, we do the Elam in it. And uh, I'm kind of familiar with it from a TBT. But, you know, it's uh, I was kind of threw me off. But, you know, I knew we was going to get it. You know, we have players that can score the ball. We have players that can get stops. So that's all it came down to is who can get the stops, who can get rebounds, and then who can come back on the other end and score the basketball. I know that's uh, part of the game you really take pride in is the defensive end. You're picking up full or three quarters or half court all the time. You know, what does it take to do that possession in, possession out, without getting in foul trouble, without, you know, losing track of your guy and, and giving up that semi-transition mark? Well, one, uh, it just takes a certain type of mentality. And, uh, you know, I feel like I had that mentality. And uh, two is just <clears throat> watching film. You know, you have to know personnel. You have to know who does what well, who doesn't do what well. And, uh, you know, that, that comes with watching film and just being a student of the game. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a two-sided answer, and I feel like those are the two best. Absolutely. On the other end of the ball, you know, a lot of talented guards on this team, but you were running the second unit pretty exclusively for a long time. What does it mean to you to have, you know, the coach, the teammates trust you with the ball so much in your rookie season and have you run a lot of pretty successful units in this game? Well, it feels really good. Um, one, it's a lot of reps. You know, I could just I get a lot of in-game reps. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's sharpening my, my IQ, sharpening my level to play. And then uh, we have guys, you know, high-level guys out here, high-level bigs, high-level guards. So, you know, it's like whatever position I get in the pick and roll, I can make something happen out of it, you know, uh, you know because of our team. Absolutely. You know, you had uh, Giannis there next to the bench for this game. Seemed like he was bringing some energy as well. You know, what's it like to have him, obviously, two-time MVP, all the accolades, here cheering you guys on watching the game too? Oh, it's just a blessing. You know, a guy comes from the NBA and he comes down, he's uh, – I look at that as being humble, you know, because you never forget where you come from. You know, uh, he comes to watch his little brother play and comes to watch the, the organization up under the Bucks play. So, you know, that's that's just a, a part of humbleness. And, um, you know, it was it was a lot of energy that he brought because he's already an energetic player. And you know, that's his standard. So, you know, everybody in this locker room already knows that. And, you know, we had to come out and get a dub. I saw, I think it was after a pick and roll, but I can't remember. But, um, you know, play stopped and, and you and Baino were on the sideline really going through like the intricacies of how to throw in the pass is what it looked like from, from my vantage point. What's it like having your head coach also be a guy who played point guard in the league for that long and can give you that technical knowledge as well as, you know, the strategic stuff? Man, this is great. Uh, every day, you know, I'm learning something new from, well, any of the coaches, but, you know, Baino, since, like you said, he played a point guard at the highest level. You know, I'm just learning different things from every day, the ins and outs of being a point guard offensively and defensively. So, you know, it's just a great experience just to have him on the sideline as a head coach and come to him when I have questions in the game and practice. Uh, 
when I need to watch film, you know, a blackout days, any type, any certain day, it's just good to have them in the, uh, in the program. It seems like you're really trying to be a sponge here and just learn as much as you can. Is that accurate? Is that kind of obviously, you know, trying to do a lot of things, but is that something that you're focused on this first season? Yeah, that's been one of my biggest focus, you know, coming in as a rookie, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. And I understand that. So I try to put my, my, my first foot, my best foot forward and to learn it and uh, getting better like that, getting 1% better every day. Absolutely. And then last one here, you know, decent amount into, the, into your first season now, first season in with the herd. How do you feel team-wise and individual-wise? Everything's gone so far. Team-wise, hey, I feel you? pretty good. You know, we're in solid shape. We just got to close our games, but, you know, we'll be all right because, you know, we all understand what we have to do collectively as a team. And, you know, we're coming in the locker room <clears throat> after games, after practices. Okay, we know what we have to do. This is what we have to do. All right, let's go get it done. And then me personally, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing fine to just keep getting my groove and, you know, keep making plays for my teammates. And, just keep playing as hard as I can, defensive end, offensive end. You know, wherever it is a play, it's a good time for me to play hard. So that's just how I feel. And I feel like the season's going to go good as long as we, we, we had that mentality. Absolutely. That's all I got. Thanks, Jesse. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks, it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Finally, Wisconsin Herd head coach Beno Udre spoke with me about a number of players who have been growing and playing well so far this Herd season, including Washington Jr. and Gortman, but also Glenn Robinson III's growth as a vet and his big impact on the team, how this group is preparing to make a regular season run after those records reset once the showcase is done ahead of the showcase, which is actually in Orlando next week the importance of rebounding and point guards seeking out their own shots when it's right to do so, and more. Coach, congrats again on the win. Obviously Thank a hard-fought one all the way down. What makes a difference in a game that close, literally two straight sudden-death possessions that ended up deciding it? I mean, just will to, to win, you know. Um, we didn't start the game well, uh, but guys refocused, you know, and competed for the next three quarters. And I just kept telling them that they're not just going to come to our house and give us the win. So they have to fight. And they fought all three quarters and, the, you know, like the overtime. And when you do that, you know, you get lucky sometimes. And like that was great rebound by Marquis uh, to get that tip, tip in for a win, you know. And before that, we played great defense for a stop, too. So, uh, you know, I'm really proud of our guys. They competed. And... They just got to do now this on a, on a you know, consistent basis uh, because tomorrow it's another game and, uh, you know, it's a, 
new new game, so they refocus and try to get another one. I was going to ask, you know, it seemed like there were some times when uh, giving up offensive rebounds hurt. So as a coach, seeing that, maybe been a little frustrated about that. How nice was it then to see the game ended up won- winning with effort on the offensive glass to finish it out there? I mean, yeah, it's always great, you know, uh, especially we had a size advantage, you know, so we did win the rebounding battle. Um, and, you know, that always helps winning the game. We took care of the ball well. We scored a lot of points in the paint. Um, you know, so offensively, our big guys were really good, you know, attacking the paint. So, you know, I'm just proud of the guys. I mean, it always helps, you know, offensive rebounds, yeah. Absolutely. I, I was going to ask, you know, it seemed like going to the post was a focus throughout this game. Was that just looking at kind of the size advantage or just always kind of part of the game plan with these skilled bigs? Or Well, definitely with the size advantage because, like, you know, we have our big guys that, like, have some presence down, down low and uh, – they have some game down low, and we got to take advantage of that. And then hopefully, if they do come double team, and they didn't come double team a lot, but when they do, you know, hopefully our big guys, uh, you know, can kick it out and, um, you know, come up for a pick and roll and then slip to the basket again. And, uh, you know, it just worked. A couple things worked our favors, and, you know, I'm glad it did. I talked to Ty Ty earlier. It seems like, you know, he kind of really came on aggressive in the second half, scoring more often. He said that, you know, you were one of the voices saying, make sure to get your own shot. How important is it for a point guard on the team to still make sure you're taking good looks and maybe not being too unselfish? Um, I mean, it's always important, you know, like point guard, you know, they're leaders on the floor. They're an extension of the coach. And I got to say that Ty Ty today and uh, Lindell, they both did that really well. Uh, and when they had to be aggressive, they were aggressive and good things happen for us, you know. So hopefully tomorrow, you know, we do the same thing and, you know, get another win. Uh, caught up with Jazzy and, you know, a lot of talented guards in this team, but he was really out there running the second unit. He said he gets a lot of confidence from that. He, he enjoys doing it, obviously. You know, what what is that? Is that your trust in him to make the right decisions with that and instead of trying, you know, trying to stagger the other guards potentially? Um, I mean, Jazz is... Great talent, you know, has got a lot of potential. Um, you know, he's got a lot to learn, but like, you know, last, since we started this uh, season, you know, training camp, he, his growth has been tremendous. You know I mean? He wants to learn, he wants to be great. Uh, he's been working on his game. And yeah, of course, I'm getting more and more confidence in him to do so. I'm helping him out like with like a couple calls. So we have some kind of structure there, but like, you know, he's been great. He's still, you know, it's normal. He's going to still make mistakes like when he gets a little out of control, but that's that's ex- to be expected, you know, and I'm going to keep supporting and keep teaching and keep coaching him. And, you know, I, I see nothing but great uh, things from Zaz, you know, in the future. Awesome. I know, you know, your big goal is to help these players get better and mm-hmm. outside of Jazzy. And is there anyone else that you've been working with this season where you really feel good about what they've been able to grow already in this young season? I mean, we try to get everybody better, you know, I mean, even Glenn, I mean, Glenn was such a big piece today, you know, I mean, like, uh, you know, he did everything that we asked from him, he guarded their best shooter, Um, you know, he was uh, one for seven and three, Um, I mean, if you look at Glenn's stats, he had 11 points, he had four steals, I think I like like nine or eight rebounds, you know, He, he did everything that you expect from a veteran, you know, so like, I mean, he's an NBA player, you know what I mean? It's, he's been out of the game for a little bit, but I, I believe he's an NBA player. He did a tremendous job, you know, he's competing, 
he's not searching for his shots too much, you know. He just takes what the game gives him, and today he was amazing for us, you know. I wanted to ask about one play in that first half. I think you guys are down double figures. Obviously, mm -hmm. it wasn't a great start, and I see him diving for a loose ball. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was even one he probably could have gotten to, but he's still, to see a guy who's done so much in the NBA do that in front of everyone else, does that kind of help get the team going and make sure everyone is then trying to make plays like that? I mean, I hope so, you know. I mean... Like, he made me want to die for after the ball, you know, but I can't do it anymore. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, he's a true leader. He's a veteran player that uh, he's vocal in the locker room, you know, and like he's trying to get guys going, uh, especially defensively. Um, so, like I said, you know, he's he's been great for us and we're really happy to have him. Had a, a big, loud fan right next to your bench in Giannis for this mm. game. You know, what was it like kind of having him given energy Maybe, uh, you know, speaking to the guys, offering encouragement and just supporting the team in that way. I mean, it's always great to see a player like Giannis, you know, one of the best players in the league, in the world, you know, to come support uh, the G League team, you know, and his brother, obviously, you know, I think Alex was doing, he did great. He was fighting, you know, he, he was our leading rebounder, um, made some winning plays. You know, so, you know, like, it's great. Hopefully they come more often, you know, but I know they have a very busy schedule. So whenever they get a chance to come see a game, they're all welcome. You know, we're going to treat them with respect like everybody else. And, you know, it's just great to see Giannis uh, take the time, you know, to, to come to the game. Absolutely. And then the last one here, Coach, you know, pretty decent chunk of the way through your first season so far. How do you feel like everything's going for the team and for yourself individually as head coach? Um... I think that the last three games we made uh, steps forward, you know, guys been fighting and like even on the road, you know, the last two games, we were right there to win it against the best team uh, in a G League. So we're making the right uh, steps uh, forward, you know, so we got to continue to grow, continue to work. Um, and, you know, after the showcase, the, the record resets and, you know, that's going to be basically we're going to take this until the showcase, you know, like like our training camp, get better for the, you know, regular season. So, yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate thank you. It. Thanks very much for listening. And a special thank you to the listener who had some very kind words about the podcast for me right after this Herd Gold game ended. Appreciate you. And, again, everyone who listened, seriously, it means a lot. If this is your first time checking out the show, be sure to subscribe wherever you are listening and find more Bucks Herd Brewers, Packers, all sorts of content at gspn.info. Thanks again, Pod Random, and we will talk to you next time. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.